And the Emmy goes to. And the Emmy goes to. And the Emmy goes to. Breaking Bad. Batman. Modern Family. Feet. Homeland. The Crown. Succession. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 34 of the Next Best Series podcast, where we talk about television here over at Next Best Picture. The time of recording is May 31st, 9.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Matt Neglia, and here to join me today for this episode, I have Nadia Dalamante. Hello, everyone. Daniel Howitt. Hello, hello. And Giovanni Lago. Hey, everyone. So, we have a lot to talk about here on this episode. We had four shows conclude their series runs with finales since the last time we got together. May 31st also marks the end of the qualifying window for all television shows for this year's Emmy Award season. So, if any shows are still ongoing, which, let's face it, they're they're really not. They all pretty much ended <laughs> like this last week. They all then qualify uh, for this year's Emmy Awards. Uh, So that's pretty exciting. We're going to answer some questions from the fans. Of course, I want to know what everyone's been watching now. Um, I, as many people know, I've been over at Cannes, and as a result, I haven't had much time to watch a lot of television. But I did make time to make sure that I catch up on some of these finales for these shows that we're going to be discussing here in a bit. So what I would like to know, though is I would like to know what you've been watching that aren't one of these four shows. So anything other one of these four shows. Nadia, let's start off with you. Do you have anything? Well, I do have a couple. Whoa. Always prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yellow Jackets. Right, which season two I know is not uh, getting as good of a reception as season one. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was a big fan of season one. I think the way that they handled the mystery of the characters and their situation was so well thought out. But yeah, one of the biggest issues with season two is that there's just so much introduced way too early on. And it just kind of kills the mystery and the intrigue that the first season established so well. Having said that, the acting continues to be really, really impressive. So there are a lot of elements to enjoy about the new season, but overall it's just it doesn't it doesn't reach the same level as the first one, unfortunately. I'm very disappointed to hear that because full disclosure, I have not started the second season. I was kind of waiting for it to finish up. Um, I did watch the first season because I was, like many of you, hyped up to hell to see Melanie Linsky possibly win an Emmy Award for this show. Me too. Uh, it didn't end up happening. And now I'm kind of in the boat of thinking I don't even want to watch season two now because I don't know if the show's ever going to recapture the same momentum that it had for its first season. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. And, and speaking of Melly Linsky, she is fantastic in this season, which is, it just makes it all the more disappointing because she has some monologues that are truly incredible throughout the entire second season. So it's kind of a shame that the material is not up to par with what everybody's giving to it. And considering uh, Succession is on such a tear that it's probably going to win like every single award it's nominated for. The only thing I could possibly see happening, maybe, is if the Television Academy decides to give Melanie Linsky a makeup win, where, oh, we should have gotten to you before, but we're getting to you now. 
we've seen that happen with a couple of wins over the last couple of years where it was like, hmm, okay, I'm happy this person won, but goddamn, it was for the wrong season. Oh. Yeah, that, that just seems hard to believe given her biggest competition. Obviously, we'll talk about Succession more, but uh, Sarah Snook, who also has not won, it, it kind of feels hard to believe that they would give it to Melanie Linsky. I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Just I'm not seeing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I I haven't seen Yellow Jackets season two yet, but I the first season was good. But I, I always kept thinking this should be a miniseries. And it sounds like that's kind of where they're at is it should have it should have just stayed a shorter season. Well, that's what it seems like, right? It seems like they ran out of ideas and they added all these other ideas now into it, which has kind of muddled the show a little bit. Am I am I assuming that correctly, Nadia? Yeah, that's a pretty fair assessment. And it, it does make me wonder about, because there is a supposed plan to have five seasons what? of the show. So according to Oof. one of the showrunners, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I really, I'm really curious. I, I do, again, there are parts to enjoy about it. So I'm not, I haven't left the, the ship entirely, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Five yellow jackets, my lord. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Anything else? I've been watching the Candy Montgomery true crime series, Love and Death, um, which I mean, I'm, I still have a couple of episodes to catch up on, but it's not really apart from the acting, which is very good. Elizabeth Olsen is is great in the title role, but there's something about it that feels a little unnecessary to me it's I, it's not really grabbing me in terms of the storytelling and um it's just something that i've just been watching to fill my days to be honest yeah i've been watching it too nadia i'm i'm maybe just like a, I, I finished it um the other night so uh, i may be like a hair more positive than you on it but not mm-hmm. much it's i agree the acting is really great across yeah. the board i think the performers are really great um and hopefully they'll get some emmy love but um yeah, the show is just kind of it just feels like a run of the mill true crime series. Like it doesn't feel like it's doing anything special. The story isn't anything really that special either. So it's just kind of another one of these. Um and even towards the end I won't I won't get into any spoilers or anything. There are some moments where I'm like the 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 perspective of the show feels very um one-sided. And it it doesn't it doesn't it just kind of assumes um, that people are telling the truth and like the show does. And so it kind of feels like it compromises the storytelling a little bit for me. But it's OK overall. I don't think it's a bad show. It's just kind of there. It's not it's not great. It's not bad. It's just there. Yeah. I need to know. Nadia, did you watch the HBO movie reality with Sydney Sweeney? I haven't, but it's on my list because of everything that I'm hearing about it. Yeah, I haven't had time to get to it before this recording, but it is definitely on my list. And I want to make sure I carve out some time for it, especially considering that, uh, you know, given that it's one of the rare television movies this season that, you know, will be hopefully maybe competing. I am beginning to wonder, like, could she also factor into the uh, race for her performance. You know, it's very rare to see performances from TV movies nowadays get dominated, but her performance has just received so much acclaim. Yeah, I mean, it is possible, and she is a a two-time Emmy nominee, so it's I can definitely see it happening. Yeah, 
uh, Giovanni, Daniel, did either one of you catch this one yet? I have not, but I also heard really good things. And so apparently, like, the screenplay is almost the exact uh, transcript from the real-life interview, like, verbatim. Oh, wow. Which I thought was really – yeah, I thought – my friend told me that. I was like, oh, that's actually a really cool thing. But I've heard nothing but good things about it, which – it's kind of surprising because I'd see the trailer play on uh, HBO, you know, as I wait for Succession. And I, I was like, that looks all right. I don't know if it'd be great. But, I mean, the word of mouth from it has been pretty good, especially uh, Sydney Sweeney's performance. Well, the next time we get together, we'll definitely have to talk about that one. Uh, Nadia, anything else you want to share? That's it for me. I have to say Succession has been consuming my mind. So we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that later on. <laughs> oh, yes, we will. Don't you worry yeah. about it. Giovanni, how about you? Anything other than the shows that uh, we're going to be talking about specifically that ended their runs? Um, I'm just going to agree with Nadia mostly on Yellow Jackets. I think it's the only show I could really talk about besides those big four you just mentioned. Um, I have the same sentiment on Yellow Jackets season two. It feels like dragged on a bit and it got to the point where by the end of the season, the flashbacks became so much more interesting than the actual present timeline, which had a real focus on newer characters that it just stretched out the season. And it doesn't really come whole to like the final three episodes when everyone like finally reunites. Um, and then there's something that happens in the finale that I'm not going to say that is a bit bewildering, especially because in the same episode, it sets up that exact character for a major role in the flashback, but in the current timeline, it kind of just changes everything. I was a bit left confused. Certain character decisions I was just baffled by. And I think by the end of it, I got to the point where I was like, I think the show really has one more season in it. So when Nadia is telling me that apparently they're planning five, that's a bit concerning because I can see the seams of like, the puppetry happening behind it. And I don't know if it gets to a point where as a cohesive series, it really sticks to landing if it makes it to five. Okay. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week, wherever you get your podcasts. All right. How it, what about you? Yeah, so Love and Death was one of the ones that I was going to bring up. Um, also, I just started, so I'm only one episode in, I just started White House Plumbers last night so um i'm gonna i'm gonna finish that yeah i, I i've heard that <laughs> i've heard grumbling i've watched the whole thing and yeah i was constantly waiting for it to get a little bit better mm. the first episode was fine it kind of felt like in the same vein i mean obviously wildly different stories and tones but same with like the same way as love and death where it's just kind of there it was like fine it was kind of funny kind of interesting but not uh, much new. So, uh, so yeah, but I'm, I'm going to finish it. It's only five episodes. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and watch that. Uh, now a show that I really did enjoy a lot more is jury duty. Have you guys watched jury duty yet? No, I've heard a lot about this though. I've seen a lot of people talking about it on the timeline. Yeah. I mean, congrats to freaking freebie of all places for having a breakout hit. Um, 
man, the show is a delight. It's so it's so it's it's small. It's slight. It's not like some big groundbreaking, you know, golden age of TV thing. It's just nice and sweet. Um, you know, it's just a, a if you don't know what the premise is, it's just um, there is it's kind of a docu series covering a jury cover, uh, who is you know weighing in on a case. Um, except every one of them is an actor, except for one person. So it's kind of a Truman Show situation where they got one guy in this fake world, and weird things happen, and they're just kind of following to see how this one real guy reacts. And it is pretty funny, pretty sweet, and just just kind of a unique little show. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I, I liked jury, jury duty quite a bit and I, I definitely recommend people check it out. Cause it's just, it's kind of just different. It's got James Marsden playing oh, himself, except he's so he's, good. Yeah, he really is. Um, he's, he's really funny. He's, he's playing like uh, himself, except he's kind of like a pretentious asshole. So it's, it's funny. Um, yeah. So I really recommend that it's on, it's on freebie, which is, um, owned by Amazon. So it's also on Amazon prime. I don't know why it's not just a prime show, but it's its own thing. I, don't ask me, but that's what it is. So you can watch it on prime. Um, yeah. So that, those are, those are really the shows that I'm watching in addition to the shows that just wrapped up. Okay. All right. Uh, I really, really, really wish I could sit here and tell you all that I watched the idol at Cannes, but I deliberately did not seek out to watch the idol at Cannes. <laughs> I, I was like, I've got better things to do with my time. And sure enough, turned out to be correct. I think um, I'll watch it probably when it lands on HBO, just because, you know, I'll probably just want something to watch unless if I'm so, so turned off by it that I just like, it's going to be the show of the summer, Matt. God, Oh God. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, how did we how did we go from Last of Us to Succession to The Idol? How? How how it? How? Some things just are ineffable. Mm. Well, speaking of Succession, uh because I've only been watching the shows that we're about to discuss here. Uh, Succession ended its four-season run. Uh, I, I, I'm going to start off with this because, quite frankly, I thought it was perfect. I actually think the fourth season was the best season overall. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've been uh, constantly communicating back and forth, all of us, about, oh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be in the end? Spoiler alert for those that have not watched Succession and spoiler in general for all of these shows. Um, it turned out to be Tom. Tom Wobsgans. And the three kids, Roman, Shiv, and Kendall, uh, not only did not become the successor to their father, but they ended up actually losing the entire company overall to Madsen, played by Alexander Skarsgård. And... You know, there's not much for me to say other than I was frustrated by the storytelling and the decision making of this show, but not in a bad way. I was frustrated because deep down, I really, really, really wanted it to be Kendall because I've just grown so attached to that character, even though I know the truth. And the truth is none of them deserved it. They're all mm-hmm. bullshit, as Roman told Kendall. And mm-hmm. every single 
character uh, in terms of where they ended up in the end, it made logical sense to me. So despite like what I wanted, where everyone ended up and how the show ended, I thought was perfect in terms of just character arcs, keeping in uh, touch with the, the themes of the show and also too giving a lot of the community plenty to chew on. I've seen so many interpretations about how they feel certain characters um, are dealing with their current predicaments when the show is over. And I love that Jesse Armstrong did not give us any definitive answers. It really does leave it kind of open-ended for all of us to interpret. What does Roman smile in the bar mean? What does Shiv holding Tom's hand or placing her hand in his hand and not really (laughs) holding his hand Mm -hmm. mean? And what is Kendall ultimately going to do on that pier? So, yeah, long story short, I loved it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's perfectly unsatisfying. Like, uh, it's it's a tragedy. And so... Uh, tragedies are rarely satisfying. And so I think I think it did exactly what it needed to do was make us want it, just like Kendall wanted it and Roman wanted it and Shiv wanted it, and then they didn't get it. And so I think it's right for us to be like frustrated, not in not in a way that means it's poor writing, but in a way of like, man, the writing really did its job. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was such a phenomenal ending. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of episode 34 of the Next Best Series podcast, part of the Next Best Picture podcast umbrella. In order to get the over hour long full length episode, you will have to head on over to Next Best Picture's Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this episode and other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.